Yes, like uh, like Freddie Mercury fist fighting Prince. I, I'm I'm hitting record now. I mean, I'm sure your parents mean anything. He's a very smart man. Hey, hey, everybody! Howdy! Hey there, tavern goers! <laughs> Sit down. Take a sip. We didn't poison it. It's fine. Come. S- sipping and gripping, bud. Sipping and gripping. Grip it and sip it. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. Hey. We are a real play TTRPG Welcome. podcast. Today we're gonna play Twister. Twister. Get limber. Oh man. Yeah, I, I, I need to limber up. Me. I'm a character that doesn't have any bones. Your boy needs to stretch. I thought we were doing the Salvadorian frog drugs. No, I don't. I I don't know enough about Crokinole. We'll play that one later. Mine's after gonna we do need some, some WD forty. Your, your GM is not ready to learn how to te- how to play Crokinole. So we're gonna go with Twister today because I need something physical to get me going. We'll get physical. Physical. My name is Jameson Oxford. Today I will be your game master. We are a real play TTRPG podcast. We focus on narrative what? storytelling and character get out of growth. Town. That's a it's thing. It's not real. It, I say it every time. It's not. It's not. And the people who make sure it's not hey. are these chuckle fucks. Hey, it's me. It's Ryan. I am back. I'm here to play number nine and point with one me. and point two and definitely not with Jake. It's fuck that guy. And welcome. Thanks for listening. Who else is? Playing this tabletop game with us. Also playing today is Jeff. Hi, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and anything in between. I don't judge. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Hey, Wait, honestly, is this in Pride? I mean, we're like we're clear. in Pride, but is this in Pride? Oh, this episode no, probably not. Yeah, we're recording it in. Yeah, okay, not, two months not. ago. Probably. Happy Pride last month. I play Reyes Kryn. The uh, I'm a sneaky boy, and I'll, I'll be great at Twister because I have no bones. Right, I do. Uh, yeah, Reyes is. Uh, he's gonna have them them chops. Very bendy. Bendy. He, well, not You're just that. It. But if you say right hand red, right hand red, he can do both reds easily. Like yeah. Also, more limbs. I yeah, think Reyes got, would is have that cheating? Trouble. Also, yeah, he's got, really long, spindly limbs. Well, not spindly. I, I think Reyes would have limbs. trouble with Twister because you'd say right hand red, and he'd just turn his hand red, and it would take a minute to like awkwardly explain. No, <laughs> you, need, you, need to, you need to put your on the. That's extra credit. Mm, <laughs> Blend in with the red on the on the dot. And last but certainly least. Hi everyone. I'm Jameson Oxford and I'm your dungeon ma- wait. Brought <laughs> 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 it back around. That was a good way to turn Got him. It's me. I'm Mitch. I'm here to have fun playing with Ryan. <laughs> Fuck. Because he's Jameson Oxford, and that's who you're playing with. <laughs> I got them both. Did you see Jeff? Did you see Jeff? I got them both. Now they both hate me. You did. Yeah. Oh, so uh, uh, getting the bad habit of shouting anything out. Anybody want to shout anything out before we begin? Happy Pride! (laughs) We're so late. We should really pay attention to what episode we're we're recording. No, we're We're right in the middle of it. How dare you? Yeah, in real time. But we now are this not. will probably come out in fucking are, November or something. Our like listeners that. are right not now, celebrating with us. Right and now, that's a we are failure in pride, on our but part. Hey, you know what's late. great? You can celebrate Pride whenever you want. You know it's, what I want to shout weird. out? I want to. I want to briefly shout out the TTRPG community for really like just like doing your thing. I I didn't know dice about it recently for me, but by the time you listen to this, you, it will have been fucking so long ago. And like, you know, we've been growing and we're making new systems and doing new stuff. And I think it's killer. So, yeah. Hell yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty baller to see all this stuff grow. It's getting big and people are branching out finally, which yeah. I think is great. 
because I love D&D. Everybody should keep playing D&D. No one should give money for D&D anymore. But play old editions because old editions are solid. Yeah, I watched <laughs> the movie. It was actually good. And and the movie was really movie, good. Movie, it was yeah, surprisingly good. I can condone giving money. Yeah. We already did this. Uh, <laughs> I just edited us talking about the movie. We loved and the movie. I want to shout um, out <laughs> indefinitely <laughs> to The Void in Terror yeah, and Miasma. <laughs> I knew. I knew that's where it was going. And I'm here for it. You know. <laughs> well, shout in to me <laughs> into the void with all of his heart and tries to, you know, do that. Let's uh let's do what we got to do, Jeff. Last time on Torchlit Tavern. Black powder. Black powder. Black powder. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted you to do. <laughs> You've spent the whole night Hold up with a weasel. Yeah, hold up with a fat weasel. I'm gonna call him Chubbo. You never get a fire started. You are shaking, chattering. Probably not. You think that stopped? You think that might have stopped? It actually does stop at a certain point, yeah. I I think that'll be the next one when your hit point maximum is halved. Mm, Okay, fair, yeah. Approximately how much time have I been away from nine at this point? This is the sixth day. Ah, okay. How about you roll me six exhaustion check? Got it. And, and do better than I did. Oh, that's probably not great. You're at exhaustion level three. You have a disadvantage on all ability checks. better than me. Your speed is halved, and your disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. You, you wipe the ice, and you see the glow. This tree has twisted, and he this fucker put it ten feet underwater. That's not that bad. Goodbye, this is all I've wanted for I don't know how long. At least 18 years. 18 years, 2 months, 37 days, and 4 hours, Finbagi. And if you go to her, you're gonna talk, and if she finds out what we're planning, we're screwed. Why would I say anything about what we're planning? You don't know who she is. As soon as they get back, we're going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All the all the higher-ups are coming here. She's here early because this is literally her town. 5 days. If we get to 6 and they're not back, I'm going. Lateru! Hi! Hello. Not gonna let you get past me! You don't look too good. The other person doesn't put up a good fight. They have to start their own trial from that point. Yeah. So you know she can't hold back. Adairu is just going to grab her shillelagh and use druid craft to make it sprout. And uh, he's just going to look her in the face as he says, as he does this and say, You know I'm right, and I can prove it to you. Out of the bottom of the staff shoots tree roots, and it plants itself into the ground from the top as a bunch of trees, and her staff just becomes rooted to the ground. Every shifter in the room, which was cheering and jeering in equal parts, gets silent because they just watched a shifter, a Deru, an outcast, potentially, do a druid magic. Caleb now has to suffer her own trial. She was supposed to stop you. This shifter has forfeited the trial, and it begins now, eh? Yeah. And Deru gives her, gives her his hand, picks her up, picks up Chumbo, my main man, the obese tactical weasel, and takes her to the tree because her trial begins now. So if she goes to the, the tree, she's knocked two of them out. Squeaks gets two attacks and Squeaks just looks at Chumbo and just smacks him off the tree. That's a nat 20. Dear God. <laughs> Fuck, this you really fat smack smack him off warfare the tree. is intense. <laughs> Kaleth climbs. She uses the, dis- the distraction and the fact that no one is looking at her and the fact that she doesn't have a slowed move speed to overtake a deer and she grabs an apple. She also grabs another one and drops it into your hands. And says, knock it off, Squeaks. It's over.
Druids are often represented as the wrath of nature. A plague or blight come from the woods to avenge itself upon the world for a slight against the natural order. To forcefully balance the scales and reinstitute the cycle of continued life. This likening to a natural catastrophe is well earned due to repetition and effect, though it forgets a simple fact, that people rarely see a druid at peace. Loners and hermits, by their very nature, they spend their lives quietly watching over the remote places of the world of Obscuria. To anger one of the druidic circles often required dedicated work by those who offended, and to run afoul of a natural disaster one sought for would get a reaction from anyone who heard of such an event akin to a shrug and a shouldn't-have-been-there attitude. One does not plant a garden during a low tide and not expect the ocean to take it away. Nature's first defenses have always been its vastness and depth, followed distantly by its ferocity, and the Silverian druids once mirrored this way of life, until the change happened, until they came. Their leader was left scarred and unfit to choose the circle's new direction. Some druids fled. Others regrouped under leaders who demonstrated a zeal and rage that was reflected in the hearts of the others. Gone was the tranquility and growth they once shared, instilled by the spirits of their ancestral home. Now only venom and storms remained, the circle coiling upon itself, protecting its vitals like a wounded animal, lashing out at any and all that have had the misfortune to come close. Loyalty to the circle's own well-being mixed equally with hate have become their only creed, a creed that fuels and simultaneously cripples their continued existence. Ateru. Yo. You just succeeded at the Trial of Seasons. You're properly seasoned. You made it. You've eaten Delicious. the fruit. It's just an apple, 17. by the way. Yeah, it's... Actually, no. I'm gonna say this. The apple restores your uh, exhaustion. Refreshing. 21. Yes, it's... Uh, you're calling numbers. 21, I don't know what any 21 of that to save Chumbo. I am on oh. fucking task. Gotcha. Do you fall from the from the tree? Do we climb down? No, we drop. Chumbo's falling. I don't have time to All climb. Right. They were drops. I, I'm gonna need you. I need you to take three d six damage. Go ahead and roll those for me. Three d six. If you don't try to soften your blow, if you no, just I'm, drop, I'm, the I'm tree using to athletics to, to try to soften my blow. Seventeen. All right. Roll two d six. Eight. Okay. What, what damage type is that? Uh. Fuck yeah, it's a four. I'm still raging, baby. The barbarian plummets to the earth, and he's too angry to take the full amount of damage. Uh, you, you know how that works is, uh, as you're falling, you scream at the ground loud enough that it just creates a, a compressed air buffer. Sonic wave. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Science checks out, yeah. so you take four damage. Yeah, yeah, so I'm taking my four damage. And you land next to Chumbo. Chumbo is... looks dead, man. No, no. Chum Chumbo, Chumbo's fine. Things okay. Yeah, no, uh, Chumbo. Uh, go, you know what? Roll me an initiative since we're since this is gonna come down to the wire. I do need an initiative to see if Chumbo is on his second or third death save at this. We're point. already on initiative. Remember, he was on my turn. Was he? Yeah, but he fell. Okay, but he fell before my turn. Or he, so he rolls this round. He rolls this round because he got dropped by fucking squirrel dude. He would have made a, 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 a he would have made a save immediately after falling. This would be a which second he save. Failed. This will be his second this save, his second and so he's going to go before you, is what you're saying? At the same time. Okay. Oh, man. Ch Chumbo. Chumbo. He's rolled a two and a five, my friend. It's fine. I give Chumbo a crack of cola. Are you force-feeding it a crack of cola? I wish I had a can how, to how crack it, right now. <laughs> Just that. I'll do it. Yeah, fix it for us, Lynn Post, will you? Um, so, 
Jumbo uh, immediately comes to life. Uh, it takes a moment, actually, a very tense moment, because you realize that this fucking weasel is too full to force feed a crack of cola, and you have to, like, make him make him you swallow it. You had to shake it. some lunch out to make room. Yeah, you had, to, you had to squeeze out a little bit before he had room. But Chumbo does eventually get some healing potion in him and heals for full hit points and then some, I'm sure. Does he restore his full his full three hit he points? He overheals and then no. explodes. Yeah, and <laughs> dies again, yeah. For the love of God, nobody shake him up. Don't shake the Don't weasel. give him any Mentos. So Chumbo's fine. We can move on from that. Chumbo's okay. No, I'm, I'm good. Thank God. And... That was, I, I've been waiting weeks to do that. I'm good. That's all Thank I Thank Newman. You, you, once again, uh, you are standing in the middle of a large arena made out of a giant hollowed-out tree surrounded by shifters who just watched you prioritize an animal's life. Also, a few minutes ago, you made a tree happen. Also, I helped Homegirl get through her first trial. Also, tigers. How am I doing on the tigers? Do I need to worry about You're the really tigers? You're really killing on this <laughs> druid front out of nowhere, dude. Yeah, right? He told you he was a druid. No, no, no. The tigers have been called off. And there is just a stunned silence that settles in on you once you realize that Chumbo's okay. I put Chumbo back in the Chumbo bag. And uh, so Adairu stuffs Chumbo back in the bag. And Adairu gets up ready to fuck some shit up. Because Adairu's not sure if this is over. And there was that one guy who was a bear and an asshole. And we're a little concerned about that still. So, narrator guy. Narrate. What happened? What happens here? There's a stunned silence. I told you. Uh, I, I, I poke my head out of the water. I noticed the stunned silence, and then I slowly hide back down in it. Everyone is standing in rapt attention, just sort of waiting for what comes next. And you've got what is the closest thing to a stage that one can have. Speech, 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 Thunderous applause. Yes. Just out of the stunned silence, just thunderous applause. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah stunned absolutely. silence. Absolutely. If you do nothing, just everybody starts to cheer. You see all these shifters. Yeah, there even the ones who are booing are like, yeah! And there was just the sound of whistles and wolf calls and and chirps and all sorts of weird animal noises coming from your stands. It's a weird. It's a weird. Yeah, there was just standing there at battle ready, and the first time someone yells, he just like ducks down and whips around with his axe like he's gonna fuck that guy up because he's not sure what's going on. And uh, there just continues to stand there confused because he's not sure how this goes. Done. Are we done? Kalith has climbed down and... Um, hey, stupid. I think... Why don't you tell them what happened? Why don't you tell them something? They've been wondering what happened to you. Tell them what? Did I... Anything you fucking want! I need to go. <laughs> this motherfucker constantly on task. But she blinks at you. Why? I... I have three... I... I'm having less than three days to get back all the way to Santitas to kill a man. I need to be going now. How far are we? Can I even make it? Good. Also, we could tree stride. What? She grabs your hand and holds it up. (laughs) 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 Just everybody cheers again. It's time to talk to these druids. The Deiru, confused, out of touch. Very. So on task, he's off task. Mitch, have you ever heard of roleplay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, you are every day, every day at work. You 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 uh, you're shuffled out. Uh, you don't say anything. There's just this cheer going up about you. Uh, apparently, an air of mystery remains around their shifter buddy 
Aderu, they're never going to know the true story other than how he, he showed up, did druid magic, and kicked the shit out of the test. Dropped big story. fucking balls and walked out. Yeah. Uh, Chumbo's in your bag, and you are taken away to a a back room. Hang the... on. This is super important. I have to roll something real quick. I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> utmost importance. Chumbo. Chumbo is uh, 26% in the bag because I couldn't fit the love of God, take me with you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I, I'm going to try to find the nine lit because I can't leave that laying around. Kayla's with you, and she kind of, she sees you pick nine lit out of the stream, and she blo- she actually blocks, uh, like, the view of, like, and, uh, like where the druids are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, point two, but I just shove you in the bag with 26% of Chumbo. Chumbo, you okay? Chumbo starts biting on you. Chumbo still has no idea what's going on. <laughs> I don't know if point two can take one damage. <laughs> when, when Chumbo starts weaseling again, Chumbo, calm down. Stop. <laughs> Roll handle handling. Oh, you did it. Yeah, it's enough. You calm him down. You start petting him on the head. He doesn't stop biting you. He's He's got locked jaw because he's a weasel, but he doesn't clap down anymore. That's, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is weasel company. Nope. What? <laughs> Where does the note come from? <laughs> it's the only word that apparently Chumbo knew. Okay. As of last episode. We, we've learned this is canonical. Chumbo knows the word <laughs> note, but he also sounds like a old Hanna-Barbera villain. Nope. Fucking Mintok, the mind taker. Nope. No. I don't believe so. There who follows his friend. All right. Kaleth, as you're picking up and putting away and talking to this abomination, goes, you want to explain to this fucking robot? No. Okay. Hi. Shut up, shut up. I cannot say why it's here. I think it came to be helping. Fucking roll deception. You know what? You know, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Because I absolutely will give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'm still going to roll an insight check on her. She just accepts that. I nod. You guys go back across the field. You're met halfway. By Odinrot, who bellows out once again. All hail Aderu! Come back to us in his prime. Good job, kid. Everybody cheers again. Screaming into the void. What's that animal that makes that scream? (laughs) Is it a frog? (laughs) There is a frog that does it. Yeah, there's a shifter frog out there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a frog that does it. (laughs) Screaming shifter frog. I can find... The, the fucking scream from the ghost in Thor 4. I'm, I'm going to put it in there. <laughs> nine. It's been a long time, my guy. Checking in with Nine. I'm not a guy. You could right, be. Well, Ryan. I'm, my guy is Ryan. Nine's, nine's our girl. I'm your guy. I'm not. So. Nine. Nine. You know, it's three days. You've had three days of time. We're actually going on four since, uh... Since we checked in with Nine, technically everything that happened with Nine was like three days ago. You stayed in, right? Rest. You didn't go out? Because God, oh, yeah. I need it. <laughs> Why does Nine need it? Oh, yeah, you almost died. That's right. Yeah, you've had yeah, a lot of been that's, a that's, that's like a, that's I, an absolute I got in a fight and I died. You died. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're fine. Things have happened. Yeah, Nine took a little nappy nap. Had a mending, had some mending time. Got her tools out. She's all good. Everybody should be good. Uh, I would point. like to know that in this... Except Mitch. Uh, who's, who's the guy that healed me again? Athos. Athos, I've spent some time uh, 
Yeah, during that time, definitely, I wanted to, uh, during those couple days, I wanted to talk to Brother Athos for a bit just to try and figure out how the hell that he was able to heal. Because that is very interesting okay. to Nine. We don't I, have to have that conversation. I think, but... yeah, I, I don't know that there's a lot of conversation. It, it would be me and you going yeah. in circles, but I will say that you and him do theorize a lot. It becomes sort of a combination of you and your technical knowledge and him and his spiritual knowledge. Just sort of like, uh, when you guys get the chance, you guys have a few talks. I will say that after a couple of days, you have some trouble visiting him because after the first day and the second day, you guys meet up a couple times. He chats. By day three, he doesn't come by. And when you try to go see him, nobody's on the streets anymore. I call him. Then you chat online. <laughs> yeah. You start up a forum. You're good. Uh, Here's my that, Discord. That just happens. Yeah, that just happens. You did try to meet in person, though. And the last time you were on the street, you noticed a new type of Warforged has appeared. But what you what Nine notices is that unlike these other Warforged, which have always been very human shaped, the large, these big warrior looking things that make up the, the Santitian Warforged units, there are now these large floating creatures, these large flying cylindrical like blocks with fins on them that have started to fly around Santitis. And they... They seem to be just scanning the streets all the time now. Uh, I'm going to stop a random person on the street. There's nobody on the street. That's upsetting. Do they, do they look yeah. like giant Modrons? Yes, very much uh, similar to a Modron, or actually more like, if people know Halo, they look a lot like Sentinels. Yikes. Augie. Terrifying. Have you, Augie, have you, have you seen those things? What the heck are they? Uh, yeah, it's made it really hard for me to move around town. Ever since Martha showed up, something got released or something. She's got a new model. Uh, uh, yeah, it, uh, people have been calling them monitors. Monitor drones? You think we could maybe catch one? <laughs> maybe, but... Alright, so so you guys are, like, standing in the doorway, and you're, like, he's, like, pointing up, like, as they're flying overhead, right? Yeah, so look at over there. If you see up there, watch them fly around. One... They tend to stay up high. If they catch anybody out in the open, they uh, they stop them, they question them, because they can speak like all you. Uh, anyway, I once saw some kids throw rocks at them, and when they did that, the the stone, if you notice between the back two fins, lights up, and that stone looks like it's the same color as your phones. They're equipped with Yoon technology. Think they're made um, out of the same thing? Yeah, I think it's the same. Because within seconds of them getting attacked or finding somebody that's, you know, a criminal... More Santitian Wolf will show up. Oh, yeah, that probably yeah, wouldn't they, be good for trying to catch one. They don't seem overly stable. I think you could catch one. I think you could knock one out of the sky, but I don't think you could... It, the, the key would be doing it quickly enough without it getting a call yeah. out, and I, I don't know how to do that. I, I'll think on that. Yeah. So it'd be good, it would just be good to study one. It would. I, I don't disagree. In the meantime, stay inside. Okay. All right, well, well. in the meantime, I'm going to work on um, Rayisk's super fun item that I'm going to make for him. Yeah, uh, you've got three days of downtime to tell me what you got done. Okay. And as we've stated, a, down, a, a, a full downtime day for nine essentially amounts to a week. Yes. So what do you want to make? So I'm making... I had, I, I had to uh, make this kind of cool. I want to make Rayisk... Uh, what is essentially in the book an Eldritch Claw tattoo. But because it's Reyes, I don't want to do things to him. I feel like he might be uh, not okay with getting a tattoo with his history. 
So I want to turn it you into. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't think you want to pin his arm down do and that. stab him repeatedly I, with needles? No. Uh, I would like to turn it into a bangle of sorts. Fuck. Okay. PTSD you want to turn it into activated, like a... bro. Fuck. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's why I very much was like, I don't want to do that to him. <laughs> you also don't want to, like, cover up a part of his skin so that when he tries to say something to you, you're missing a word. That'd be, yeah, exactly. So I'm going to, uh, <laughs> I, I just want it to be something that he can wear, like, like a bracer or a bangle of sorts. That, that can be up to him what it looks like but um i mean i i i'm gonna be a stickler and say that nine has to choose because he's not asking ray ask unless he calls him i guess he could call him so yeah it can be whatever you want i gotta remember those phones yeah i've done that <laughs> you you did that I've opened up communication <laughs> i did that uh but it, in my mind it was a bangle or a bracer that's up to you bud of the two reyes would kind of say i don't care if you asked he would be like doesn't matter <laughs> okay <laughs> so if you ask okay, Reyes, so with he's, the, he's going to be so dismissive of the whole idea. Like, what what aesthetics? I don't care. It fucking doesn't fit on okay, my body. Well, <laughs> okay. So so it's a bangle. Uh, and it it uh, you know it just you know looks like your regular and a round bracelet. But I have uh, since it since it is an eldritch claw tattoo, I'm gonna give it like little spikies on the side so that it's like like a claw, but it's not like you know digging into the skin. Kind of like uh, the the necklace that they have Black Panther kind of wear on his suit now. It's like kind of like that. Okay. And uh, what it does. Yes. This is my next question. Uh, so for Matt, you get magical wow. strikes while the bangle is on you. Uh, your unarmed strikes are considered magical for the purpose of overcoming immunity and resistance to non-magical attacks. And you gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls with unarmed strikes. And then Eldritch Maul as a bonus action, you can empower the bangle for one minute uh, for the duration each of your melee attacks with a weapon or unarmed strike can reach a target up to 15 feet away from you as inky tendrils launch toward the target in addition your melee attacks deal an extra 1d6 force damage on hit once used this bonus action can't be used again until the next dawn there you go bud what what rarity is that item uh uh, it is a wondrous item uncommon that uncommon there it is i need you to give me a 1d6 roll and you want to roll low See how much it costs you to make it. How's, how, how does that uh? How's that tickle you, Jeff? That tickles me. That tickles me great. That's. I, I thought you might like that. <laughs> I got a five. Uh, so bad news. That does take the rest of your time to make. Like, well, yeah, I'm I'm trying to make a tattoo into a bangle, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's gonna use up all of your time. It's gonna cost you 250 GP worth of material. Okay. To make yourself and. And I think he's trying to think of the magic stuff that you'd have to put in it. Yeah. And uh, do you have the formula for such an item? I think that Jay wants me to roll on the jank table. Do you have 250 gold pieces? <laughs> I currently have 755. Okay. As long as you can afford it, you can roll on the jank table because you cannot get away without with doing it if you lack two of the things you need. You need three things. You need the time, you need the money, and you need like, the extra, like the the judge, right? Yeah. You need the the, the formula and the like. Some, yeah, some, I've got I've got if, the money. If I say if I say it needs something else, you got to have that too. I've got the money. I've got the time. The esoteric yeah. componenture. Yeah, it's pretty wild, but it's <laughs> it's just an uncommon. If it gets to like rare and very rare stuff, it's gonna be like oh well, you need the heart of a fucking tiger. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, need the eye of a tiger and the will to fight. Call point two. Hey, I can hook him up. <laughs> Give me that tiger. Okay, so what do you so D twenty? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have you actually no. It's a D100? The jank table? I don't remember. It's a D10. It's D10. 
Jake table. Jake table. Jake table. Jake table. Jake table. That's a seven. Seven. <laughs> okay. I hate that that a makes me break every j- time. <laughs> a, seven really on the, a seven on the Jake table is delay. Oh. The item goes off on the following round. Oh. If this is a weapon or an armor, maybe roll again. But what are the abilities that this ha- gives again? It makes his unarmed strikes magical for the purpose of overcoming immunity to magic. Uh, and then you gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls. And then also uh, he can hit shit with, his, with a weapon from further away. Give some inky tendrils. With a weapon or so the unarmed strike. So two. there is an active, there is a bonus action activation part of what he said. So yeah, I guess I could Sounds just, like I should roll so, again. It's kind of both. Well, so here, here's my, I'll give you That's this deal. Either A, either A, he cannot use it on the first round of combat. Like the first contact with a thing will activate it. Like it'll, it'll like turn on once he punches somebody one time. That's the delay. I think that's fair. Or you can reroll, but you know, you don't know what else is on this chart. How do you feel about that, Jeffrey? I think that's fair. I mean, I have no issues with it, but if you wanted to reroll, I also wouldn't have any issues with that. So yeah. it's up to you. Really. I mean, I mean, the only the, the the drawback to that is he's he's very much a rogue. He's very much an assassin boy, and you've taken away his ability to get out the first real good hit what? in theory. Just with that, just that. But that's you know a free sneak attack. Yeah, as, as, for him. But if you if you're good with it, I I think that's fine. If if that's the caveat, that's totally cool. You 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 fuck with this fucking bangle, and for some reason, when you do your trials on it, it's like, why does it need to hit? whatever it's going to work on first. Like, why Like why do I need to do that? Adhero, come here. Whack! Ow, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Rayesk, uh, you just got done hanging up your Yoonphone on 9. Hi! Stupid phone. It doesn't matter what it, what does it, matter what it looks like. Well, it looks cool, I don't know. <laughs> whatever is lightest. Oh, okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm still kind of running right now. I'll, I'll talk to you. No, no, no. This is the we're we're gonna say this is absolutely the day after that we're we're caught up now. He's he's gotten to the point where he's got to commit to a to a thing. But you're you're I, done. You're you're, 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 running. Still running. you're still running. I'm the, still on the very run. much running. Sorry, I was just mean like you're not physically right. running. <laughs> no, I'm still very much running from these people. Like maybe as a group. Honestly, I expected to be running interference the entire time. Uh, Rask, you're you're a little snippy. And that's understandable because at this point in time, you've been running, you've been helping these people get away from shifters. There's no druids anymore, which means that it's more or less just keep everybody within the bounds of the sticks that Carval has been making. But you guys are still been making your way sort of north, uh, west toward the road. And at some point, you're going to be back in primacy patrolled territory. And that's annoying enough for Rayesk. But what's really annoying is that Rayesk is out of drugs and it's been days. Let's say... Like, we're, we're going to put you back up to our, our current time. Nine's a little bit behind y'all. We just caught her up. You are back on where it's like two days, two or three days away from when you were supposed to be back in Santitas, and you need to start heading there, like, soon. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been pretty heavily dipping into my, uh, the, I was given a cask by Krog. Yeah. I've been yeah, drinking um, that. Tell me how long that lasts. You, you reach for your cask, and it's empty. Fuck! It was not empty last time you picked it up. Uh... I, where would I, where was I, was it with everybody else's stuff or was it with my stuff specifically? Like kind of paint me a picture here. Yeah. I I mean, it's a keg. I imagine you've been doing a lot of stealth and spy shit and you don't want to be dragging a keg around all the time with you. So I, Baytalk was, has your shit. You left it with your cousin, I imagine. Baytalk, what happened to my grog? I, um, I parted out. Did what? 
Yeah. Why would you do that? Because I'm your cousin and I love you. You of all people should understand the pain. Mm-hmm. How am I? F- I don't get to drugs anymore. I need mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. What? No, you, you think you do. You don't. I think I know what I need, Baytalk. Can I try to teach you something? If it's not where I can get a drink, I'll be a little reluctant. The Fellowship of the Blue Light doesn't do drugs or alcohol. There's none here. You're going to need to learn to cope. Cope with constant pain. Cope with this. As I'm no, no longer wearing any shirt or any armor, and probably shirts mm-hmm. don't really work with the extra arms, as I point to the like scars that cover my body, these sort of surgical scars that are all over me. How do I cope with what they did to me? Look at this. Pointing to my arms. Extra arms. He, uh, you, 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 you point at that and you look at your body and then you look up at him and, and you realize that he's standing there just looking you dead in the eyes. And you see his tail swishing behind him. You see the scars on his body too. With love, patience, and help from friend. I, and physical activity. I get plenty of physical activity. Let me show you something. Okay. But only because it's you. Yeah, so he he starts walking away, and uh, he walks up, and you find uh, the peacemaker that you stabbed is off to the side this morning, and he's uh, he's running through like a, a a series of motions with his body that seem like super slow, like they don't seem like much. We we would know it as something akin to like Tai Chi, you know. But for Reyes, Reyes has never seen anything like this. What is he doing? He is practicing his forms. He's centering his body and mind. What does that mean? It means he's complete control of everything that he, that is him. He can ignore us talking way too loudly while he does it. In complete control of his body. And mind. Mind, I believe. But for us, complete control of our body is but a dream. Why do you think those two things are different? You are your mind and body. To separate them is foolish. Because the apotheosis has been in control of my body and honestly, my mind for quite some time. Only recently have I gotten my mind back. It's time to take them both back. And uh, as the guy kind of finishes his thing, he, he waves at him as the guy's o- eyes open back up. And he talks to him, and they start to show you this this exercise. At first, it's very silly to Reyes, but you re- one of the things that Reyes re- realizes right away is it's way harder to do than it looks. Why is this so challenging? Mainly because, it's because they force you to go slowly. What do you mean, slower? Actually, let's leave it to a dice. Uh, roll me an athletics check. That's going to be a 12. Yeah, you're, you rush a lot. It, it, you, you're, you're physically very capable, and you find that, like, doing the forms isn't... You can do them, like, and you feel like you're doing a great job, and you get very frustrated very quickly when they tell you, when they, like, slap you in the arm, and, like, or, like as, as the day goes on, they start tripping you. They just fucking knock you down every time you fuck up. God, that's infuriating. I think... Oh, yes. I think he probably loses... I think I probably lose my cool more than a few times and do my best. Yeah, so... I, I probably have to put my sword aside and do my best not to lash out because I'm also sober. So I'm just not in a yep. good mood. So they've already, they've already like, they've like knocked, like pushed you a few times. The third time, 
Baytok just quickly lashes out with a tail and knocks your foot out from under you when you're all already on one foot. And he goes, too fast, too fast. Knocks you down. What do you mean too fast? I was going so, you keep knocking me on the ground. I can't, what's even the point of this? This is all bullshit. Control of your mind. And he taps you on the head. I control my mind. Get Mars, you're so mad. What do you expect? I never had a drink. I'm in pain. And now you keep knocking me on the fucking ground. Do you wish to be in pain? No, obviously I don't wish to be in pain. Who wishes to be in pain? Why are you choosing to be? Choose differently. Choosing pain? <laughs> Who chooses pain? Everyone chooses pain. Pain is important. Pain is a constant. Pain is a shackle that holds me and it continues to. Pain is a teacher. Pain lets us know we are alive. Sometimes pain is a cruel mistress. Pain has made me wish to not live many times. I know, but your pain is yours. Everything that is yours, you control. You understand? I don't know how you expect me to control this. Do you not still walk with a limp? Is it not because of your pain? I am not a master yet. Show me what a master looks like. Sure. Uh, he looks over at uh, at the guy at the the other one, and the, he like nods, and they walk you over to this this old man that's that's over just off to the side, and they and and they say he just walk. And you watch this old dude, he's, he, he gets up, he's like doing his thing during the day, he's getting his shit packed, and uh, you watch as he has one fucking foot, he's hopping around, and you watch him do nothing, like, you, you see him, st- like, never stumbles, never falls, never trips, he, he, you, you watch him, he like, he even does some exercises just like the guy was doing. He goes through several of the forms that you had difficulty with, with one leg. At one point, it seems like he almost floats on an invisible foot. It seems impossible. You, sir. Ah! What? I hear you're a master. Yeah, masturbator! What can I do for you? Have these forms helped relieve your difficulty, injury, disability? What disability? You're clearly missing. An entire leg or just a foot, just to be clear. Like, from the knee down. You're clearly missing a leg. He looks down. Is that what you see? Yes. Look harder. Fuck, I look harder. I, don't know. <laughs> I, feel, like this ma- I feel like this old man missed an opportunity to look down and be like, Oh, God! Where's the leg? <laughs> uh, Roll investigation. <laughs> uh, I furrow my brow and, and squint my eyes and bend down, and I look harder. Like passes yeah. his arm under it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. You 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 lean down and then he like shakes a little bit and uh his the the fucking tip of his dick drops out of his pant out of his shorts right next to right right down at the level of his leg and then Baytok and your new friend just start fucking laughing behind you. Fuck this! Every time they fall for it. Every time. Fuck this! <laughs> this is stupid. I don't know why I even tried. I storm off. Nice talking to you, mister. I got stuff to do. <laughs> You'll get it. You'll figure it out. I believe in him. God fucking <laughs> God. I can't believe you just did that. 
Now you're a clown fish. Because you got clowned on bad. Okay, I did. That's good. I'm going to call you Nemo. So, Adaru. <laughs> got that Adaru, gimpy fin. You are, you're at a... It's cool. I just took a level in Druid. I'm going to use healing word and just try to yell loud enough for poor Reyes to hear me. It's a, yeah, Reyes, do me a favor. Take 1d4 psychic damage. <laughs> I, I think I've already taken that. Max effectiveness. <laughs> All right. Aderu, you are at a, a table, a this wooden table that's been created out of the tree and another side room. And this essentially act, acts as like the druid's circle, the broken circle's war room. Is, is there is there a cup on the table? Is there a cup on the table? Is there is there a cup on the table? Sure. I knock it off. <laughs> Catch it. Got, got to make them from time to time. It's obligatory. You made me make a thing just so you could make it. Okay. Um... <laughs> You you knock a cu- uh, the fucking cup off the table and he cow- goes, "Are you kidding me?" There, he, like he's a cats. druid. There, like he's all kidding cats, you. Looks him dead ass in the face and goes, "What? What happened?" He's a druid. He showed it. We got to we got to bring him in. That's the way it goes. We lost too many of ours, a cow. We already made one shifter, druid. You made that call already against my better judgment. That's the first that you have heard such. Odinrot walks over and he's like, "Who taught you druid shit?" I kinda say I rightly know, but I'd say it was from the stag. The stag. You've met the spirit. You've met the spirit. I told you all I had the sword, eh? <sighs> yeah, that's one thing. It's alive? We we've been having a bit of an argument about that exact fine point there. I see. He says he's alive, but I pointed out he ain't forgotten nobody, he's very well dead. So I is he alive? I think actually, like, point in fact, he has kinda said he's dead too. Like he's agreed that he doesn't exist in the same sense that he used to. Like, he hasn't argued the point so much as the fine minutia of it. We've we been having a whole lot of talks about it, and uh, I kind of say I really understand it all. Why, why didn't you bring the sword? Leverage. Uh, Y'all ain't be willing to listen. Can you get it? I, can, can you get it I, back? I, We're I, listening now. I, hey. Of course. We have to listen. You know why? Because you're a member of the circle now, and he taps you really hard in the shoulder. You know what that means. Nay. You're a druid. Hey, out your mind. I'm a shifter. <laughs> so is she. Oh. Oh, clearly, wait. Hold, clearly hold, on, hold 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 on. you can't be here no more. What? What the hell? You took his side in the middle of the trial. You gotta go through autumn. You did spring and summer. We gotta set you up on your autumn and, and winter now. You gotta go through the rest of it. And until you do, you can't be part of the meeting. Bullshit! You know the rules. Come with me. Uh, what, one thing before she goes. Uh, I was gonna give this to you. I, I hope you get some, some use out of it, but well, you know, you, you got to go do some real work now and I know that ain't be how your skin be liking things, so... But but here, I'd I be getting this for you. And uh, there he does his little shit talk, and then hands her his gift bag that he had been building for his friend for some time. It is a and whole that, pouch. What? And in it? What is it the is a whole pouch? pouch? Yeah, it's a whole pouch, and inside of it is a list of things that I have under my other list. There it is. Uh, it's got <laughs> s- some druid shit. It's got some chalk, some fishing tackle, a sprig of mistletoe, a totem, and a wolf pelt that Adair had collected earlier. And, uh... Wow. And then reaches into his other bag and says, I, uh, I seem to have broke your stick, so, uh... You sure did. I, here, I guess. Should I be giving this to her? And uh, then he pulls out Sukul's staff. Uh, you hear this, like, growling noise from across the table from a calc's area. <sighs> and then Odinrot looks down. Is that Sukul's staff? I I saved it, figured it was important. You can't be serious. That was Sukul's. You're going to give it to a shifter. It's his by right. I'm returning it to the circle. Aye, that's correct, eh? Uh, Odinrot's like, it's yours by right. If you want to give it to her, you can. But you're a druid now. 
You're going to need a staff, the symbol of your station. I'll just use any old stick. And there shoots a, shoots a, a he side eyes his friend. I reckon she's going to need the help more than I will because any uh, opportunity to talk shit. I, 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 she's like, looks over at Ekaut kind of alarmed and she's, I'll, I will happily take care of Sukul's old staff if it's okay. Oh, is this chalk? I love chalk. Yeah, it's basically just a little baggie of like druid tools. Yeah, and, you gave her a goodie bag. And Sukul's staff, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the party. Take a bag on the way out. Wolf pelt that would have been really fucking nice to have during winter. Yep. <laughs> it's a shame they're going to take it away from that. It's from a shame her she also t- won't have it for winter. Yeah. All right. Um. Thank you, Adero. You can have my old stick. You know, if you can get the roots out of the ground, you jackass. Thank you again. Hi. Right. I guess I'll see you on the other side. Gotta go get seasoned. Fair luck, Good my luck. friend. Uh, she, she leans in close and she's like, don't forget that a calc is in charge. You're going to piss him off, but be careful, all right? All right. And she gives you a hug, and then she gets let out by Odin Rock. Uh, there gives her a hug, and then uh, pokes her in the cloinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Kicks her in the cloinkle. <laughs> Kicks her in the cloinkle on the way out. Uh, gently. Faster. Ah! Uh, and she goes. And you are left in this room. When you turn around, you also realize that quietly in the corner is a second druid, but you're left alone with Ikauk and Isinaru. Ikauk's the... Dick bear, right? He is the dick bear. He is the head dick of the bear. the Silverian Circle. Odinrot is his second. Just sure. Odinrot is his second in command. Kalk is the dick bear. Sinaru is, is an elf. solitary confinement. Er, yeah, Arif is the one that you got a glimpse of before, and Sinaru is like, well, the only other one. Uh, she's an elf, and she hasn't spoken to you yet. So this is the new member of our circle. He doesn't look like much. Yes. This is him. Adairu. Aye. Welcome to the Severian Inner Circle. You have become a druid in your, in your absence, I see. Is it not more than just a few simple magic tricks to become a druid? Of course it is. There's much more. We have much to teach you now that you have unlocked the inner mysteries. One, we'll have to teach you the language. And two, we'll have to teach you how to control your new powers. You've obviously gotten very in touch with nature in your your adventures away from us all. Isinaru, I actually have an idea. Let's show him the right. We've lost many shifter warriors. Maybe we should have him be part of the ritual. We needed to make, uh, we need to, to increase the army, correct? Let's show him how we do that. I think that's a good idea. Uh, your passive insight, these, you know, they're doing that really hostile, friendly shit that he's been doing ever since he stopped trying to fight you in public. And you realize that she is the same as him. She's very much on his level. If you're to be about things like this, just come out and do it with your bare hands. I don't take kindly to the games. Either let me be one of you or don't, but don't waste my time with it. I have things to do. There is no game. We will show you a ritual that's important to our order after our meeting. Uh, Odinrot comes back in. Tell us what you know. It's time to fill us in, Adero. All right. Where should I start? Start what? Start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. Uh, And unless you leave something out, you can bring them up to speed without us going through it all. I came to the sounds and feelings bumping around in the back of the cart. Everything was all black around me, and as my eyes opened, the man next to me said, Awake, stranger. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we can just uh, leave it as that. Uh, so, do, is there anything you leave out if work. you retell them? We're going to bring them up, up on a Daru story. <laughs> you bring them up on a Daru story, is there anything you leave out? Um, Anything you'd omit? For their, for your safety or their knowledge, or Adira would give him all the details on like what he's doing, what he has done, and what he's doing, and what he's trying to do. 
but he would be somewhat sparse on details about like what his party is doing. Sure. Like you, you, you leave out you leave out how close you got to these assets you mentioned. The, you know, the robot is nine. It does these things. I'm using it. It helps me. It's a great tool. I can use it for this. But then doesn't go into like knowing nine and what nine is looking for. The fish dude is a blah blah blah, and he's really helpful, and he, he's my lead into this kind of thing. But don't sure. just leave out like the drug addictions and it, you know it the, is of the no, obvious that, weaknesses. Sure, you're not giving them all you know things to use against you later. Uh, yeah. It is of note that point two will hear all of this. Yeah, all of this meaning point two is aware of. Yeah, and more importantly, Chumbo. Chumbo, Chumbo's also aware. Yes. Um, so, as you bring them up to speed, so you never found blood grip. Not that I know of. Only. But you, fo- but you found no. the sword. I. It was where we thought it was, right? The sword. Uh, it was like a like a really vague hint that you were following up on. That's why they sent a lone shifter out there. Okay. It was where we thought it was, but it was very deep in the town. Not where like we would have been able to find it using our usual technique. So now what? You, you you've been you've been working angles, obviously. That's that's a hell of a story you just told. Seem like you ended up real deep. They think you're a hobgoblin? I hope so. <laughs> hey, some of these people ain't been down south near enough. Look, I got the fuzz. Yeah, that's that's about all you got. You better be careful if you head south. Ain't, not, ain't a lot of people gonna believe that lie. Closer you get to Kenora Nock. So what's the next step? You, you've you been working this for a long time. What's your plan? What do you, what are you, what's next? We kill a man. Who? What man? Uh, a Seiko? You wanna go after the head honcho? All the way out and breathe. Nay, he's supposed to be coming out this way after the confusion we caused at the little factory. Really? Aye, there's a whole plan in place. They got to go, that fellow I told you about, that, uh, that Fimbagi bloke. Him have a lot of insiders and they'll work in an angle for an assassination. So plan is to help them finish their assassination and let them pick up all the slack and the pieces in the end. Do the work but take no heat. He, he looks at Ikauk and he's like, Hey, that's big. Say what you want about what he's been up to, how he's done it, how much he's pissed you off. That is huge, Cal, and you gotta admit it. I admit it. I admit it. Adairu. Aye? You have a very good plan. You've done very well by us. How do we help you? You let me continue doing the work I need to be doing. Is that... Is that it? Aye? You... You're a member of this circle, Adairu. How many shifters do you need? How many druids would you like to back you? I don't know if I need them. You're about to take on the head of the entire primacy. Nay. You'll need you'll need them. The primacy is about to take upon itself. I am simply there to make sure the embers get the air they need to breathe the fire. I'm helping to let this beast destroy itself from the inside. If we go there, I'd be worried that we'd just be taking casualties ourselves. As it is, we let all the loss be on their side. All the blood on their hands and their bodies. Alright, I think that's foolish. I think I don't think you've got enough going on. Let's let should we, let's tell them what we found out. Alright, there's more than it. That's that's great news. What you got going on is a huge thing. There's a lot happening right now. You met our uh, friend in the other cell, right? The one that Caleth caught? Aye. Yeah, she did good on her first mission. Brought in an uh, Inquisitor, head of the uh, the whole city in Santatus. I wonder how she muscled that down. All on her own, no doubt. You knew. That's a, that, that's a that, that's a DC four to detect bullshit. Never mind. Um, Nat, Nat one from Odenrot. Wow. Yep. She did great. Yeah. She's really killed it. You, you're gonna have some big shoes to fill in following in after her. <laughs> so yeah. So he cracked. 
We, we've had a few days with him. He cracked. He told us everything that he knows about that town. Martha and her, and her goddamned abominations are built in a secret underground lab. She used a special stone. We know where that lab is and that stone. We want to get it. I think that if you guys go after the big guy and Martha's going to be there, he said, all the heads. I, they said everyone. I don't, I don't know who everyone is, but. If, if you can, if, that'd be great. Because if you do that and you don't need druids, that could be what we do. There just shakes his chumbo bag a little bit. More importantly, to, to make sure that point whatever is like, hey, bud. <laughs> hey, bud. FYI. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're going to get that stone. According to that guy, that stone is the key to her whole operation. If we can take it around, no more Warforged. We can start finally winning this war of attrition we've been doing. But they're not made of stone. They're they're made out of metal and leather and, and stuff. They're not made of stone. They're made with a stone. And apparently a very specific stone. You can't which is also with a stone. And that stone, we believe, is a, is a seed of the Tree of Life. So they be making these things, these these things out of out of the great tree seed. Yeah, probably. That's our that's our that's our thoughts. When it was described to us, it sounded very much like something we used to be familiar with a long time ago. Old magic. They've been part to make robots. No, you fucking idiot. <laughs> They're using it to make abominations. It's not designed for that. It's designed to house the life force of the world, the ley lines. God damn it, you're, you don't know shit for a druid. We're gonna have to teach you so much. There's ley lines all over the place. Life force, life blood of the world goes to them, and they tend to pool with these stones. They're very powerful. They can be used for a lot of things. They should not be used for anything. We're gonna get it back. Also, and he looks at Ekauk, we got another plan that Ekauk thinks it'll be useful for. And uh, you get the distinct impression that Ekauk and Odinrot do not agree on whatever Odinrot just brought up. Ikauk is like, yes, it will. We can finally do our master plan. Take out everyone who's opposed to it. I thought our master plan was protecting the wood. Of course. Growing thing back. We're going to make the wood strong enough that it can protect itself again. Aye, I see. What do you need, Adero? Again, what do you need to to, to accomplish your plans? I I don't know. For, for the next step, I, I simply need to return to Santitas before... What? How many days am I at now? You got two. And the next day or so, so I can reassemble my my tools, make sure the plan is is afoot to take care of these things. Then I'll return, return with the sword, and we'll figure out what next we be having to do. We just let you go on your way. In two days from now, we meet back up. That that's what you want. After all this, you go off on your own again. I from the start, I just been trying to do what Shell told me to do. Give everything to do what you must to bring down the primacy, eh? I kind of think of anything else I would be needing to do, unless you'd be needing me for something between now and then. All right, let's teach him what we let's teach him some shit. We got a lot. Of, we got very little time to get him caught up on being what it means to be a circle member. Teach him a few tricks. We'll tree stride him home. There just stands there. He, he's there was so far out of his fucking depth. He's <laughs> he's got like awkward thumbs up. Like yeah, see. <laughs> Y'all are the boss. Uh, I just work here. And I didn't even know that. Welcome to middle management. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Rask. Or should we go back to nine? Let's go back to nine. Nine, is there anything else you'd like to do? Nine? No. Nine. 
You guys want to? You want to take a crack at catching a thing, or are you going to wait? What do you want to do? Oh boy! Do you want to contact each other? Do you want to? Uh, yeah. Let's get on. Let's let's get let's get on a group call. So nine. It's the morning of the seventh day since they left Santitas. Finn Bonke said that in eight days, you know, like there's that they should be back to by this morning, and you haven't heard from anybody. Bonke. 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 What? Where are they? Oh fuck. You don't think that Reyes guy realized he was out scot-free and didn't come back, right? I hope not. We had things that we said we were going to do. I'm just saying he's apotheosis. He might have just never come back. And a Deru... A Deru... A I'm, Deru I'm going to call him. I'm going to call them. I'm going to call them. Hey? Okay? Feel good? Yeah. Yeah. Because I made this other phone. Do you want one? No. Not not even a little. No. Okay, well, I'll leave it right here because I did engrave your name. <laughs> Wow, we're really, really playing fast and loose with how easy it is to make a Yoon phone. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to call them. It's actually I how hope... nine shits. <laughs> poops out Yoon phones. She's just dropping Yoon phones. Shitting bricks. I call both uh, Yoon phones. I call uh, Reyes and I call Darius. Reyes, two phones go off. Boop, boop. Yes. Hey, yes. <laughs> Why, why does it make the boop and the ring sound? Reisk is in the middle of practice against forms and still going too fast. <clears throat> beep, beep. Yes, yes. Hi. Hello. Hello. Where are you guys? Like, Vibaki said you should be back, like, today. Where's, where's the Daryl? A Daryl. A And I am on my way back home. We will be there. I'll be there. It's in the next day. No. He gave up his phone. He gave up a phone to point you to him. Okay, I'll call point two too. When you contact point two, maybe don't try to call. Send a message in text of some sort. Cut. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> I've got to go. Knocks him down. Focus. You can't like. Rez hangs up. He's laying there okay. on the ground, and the phone rings okay? again. Yeah, I do. I hang up, and then you call back. What? Stay on the phone. I'm trying to have a conversation. I just told you you shouldn't try to call. Are you in danger? No, I meant... Then you're fine. Talk to me. But you could be in danger. She's worth all the druids. Well, let's find out, maybe. If if they are in danger, would you not want to rush forward to go and help them? Come on. Briefly consult my notes here so that uh, Baytok can understand what's happening here. <laughs> so Baytok knows what's up. <laughs> this this is the fish version of when you're giving like the buddy next to you. What the fuck? When like- <laughs> yeah, so yellow S shapes form across my body. Yeah, which you're not going to consult your thing. It's confusion. I'm noticeably confused by her fucking nonchalant approach to the idea of putting <laughs> boat point two and. Yeah, because as far as you know, you can't group chat with the phone. Uh, roll me a uh, a check, Ryan, if you want to do something that you've never done before with the Yoon phones. I need you to make me an artificing check. I fucking made it. I know I can do that. <laughs> Wait, is nine an artificer or is nine an artificer? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? You guys are in a mood today. Happy Pride! I fucking knew it was going to be a Happy Pride <laughs> joke. <laughs> it's August. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> At this stage, I promise you, this so release is in August. August. <laughs> what, do I, what do I add to this? <laughs> uh, intelligence and proficiency bonus, and I think it's double your proficiency bonus because you guys should be level six. 
Yeah, that is a plus four, and I, I mean, if I double my proficiency bonus, it's a plus six. So, was that 15? 15. Do you have a story? You rolled a five? Yeah, yeah I didn't roll you a rolled real low, my dude. <laughs> Do you have a story oh, point? So that's okay. You want a story point for that? Yes. Racist. Wow. During Pride Month? Yeah. I don't really give a shit. Ryan owes me a story point. Yes, it's a story point. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, you can do it now. Cool. Thank you. Ring, 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 ring. So are you calling? Are you calling point two? Yes. Yeah. So they is talking to Odenrot about whatever, <laughs> and point two, point two starts ringing, and they both they both go quiet, and they are just. Just stares Odin rot in the eye like nothing happened. Hey. Do you hear Isn't that? Point two gonna answer it fucking self. I'm trying to be quiet. I can't. What? Hey, hey, do you hear that? Hey, uh, it's uh, one of the primacy tools. I gotta take a leak. <laughs> I feel like you were gonna. I feel like you were gonna lie and then decided to to take a leak. Is that, is that what just happened right there? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta take a leak. And there just backs quietly out of the room. Odenrot just he doesn't he doesn't say shit, he just looks at you and you know that he's like he's like, uh-huh. Gives a bullshit excuse and then just leaves. Just, just walks away. We all know this is bullshit, but we all know I'm going anyway. Hey, point two, where are you guys? Are you okay? Is there okay? There tries to get Chumbo out of the way to get point two out. Yeah, hold on, just bag up to the side of his head, trying to hear Perfect. the conversation through the bag. I said that she died for a bit. I guess she got healed. You can die? What do you mean? Yeah, healed my magic. Healed? Yeah, it was pretty weird. I didn't know that could happen. I didn't know yeah. you could heal a gold yes. or a construct or whatever you are. Yeah, either way, what is this bag? And I'm, 
I said I would wait, but she's back. So please hurry, because I don't know how much longer I can wait. Yes, as soon as I can, I out of your time. By the end of tonight. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. No, come on, no. Give him a towel. Time for rest. Ow! There he walks back into Odinrot. Just looks at him. Been uh, drinking lots of water. <laughs> just continues doing whatever they were doing. Good to stay hydrated. <laughs> Do you remember how to count to ten? In Druidic. Adair. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, they 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 give you like the the fucking wildest crash course. They teach you some like Druidic basic language. They 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 kind of have been bothering you all day. And then in Calc, it's in a room, and Odinrot tell you it's time to we we need we haven't been able to perform a ritual since uh since we lost Sue Cole and the others. You, Kate Kalith, is actually going to, before she starts winter, she's going to help us sit in on this. It's going to be the first time she's seen it, too. We got to make, we're going to perform the resurrection ritual. Who died? So cool? Nobody. It's, uh, there's like a really weird solemn air to Odinrot, like, like he's uncomfortable about this. It's, uh, it's an important part of, uh, well, of the circle's structure. Y- you wouldn't remember. Most of you don't. But we, we, come on, come on. I, I don't know how to do it. We're going to show you. Ikalk. Steps in. You don't need to tell him anything. Come, come there. We'll show you anything. Come. Uh, in the in a they they lead you deep, like beneath the tree and like the root system below. And there's this other hollowed out cavern. It's not very big. It's like maybe forty feet on a side. And in the middle, you see a a small boy, like he's maybe eleven years old, and they're dead. Yeah, it's a dead child. And Sinaru is, like, setting up a ritual circle. She's, like, lighting ca- these, like, weird flamed candles and covering the whole area in incense and, like, and, and these herbs and shit that she's tossing out all, all over the boy. And it seems that you're coming in halfway through this ritual. And you and Kalith are together, and Kalith looks over at you like, I don't know what this is. We need you guys to sit on the outside of the circle and help focus up. Just uh, repeat after everybody, and you realize that the that Isinaru and Ikauk start chanting, and Odinrot has been teaching you Druidic all day, and you realize that the words he has taught you are the words that they are reciting. Mm. Cliff notes. Cliff notes Druidic. Yes. Gotcha. Just repeat after us. Do as we say, and uh, you're gonna have a new. Uh, we're gonna have a new member of the tribe. Go over there, and uh, this ritual starts to perform. You start to have the the the, the, the repetition. Uh, Kalith just sort of gets into it, and, like, soon after, you just watch her eyes sort of, like, glaze over. Like, she kind of gets into this religious rapture. Roll me a wisdom save. That's a thing I theoretically do. Mm-hmm. 17. Okay. You pass. Uh, you don't lose your sense of self. You watch her kind of glaze over, but you are very aware of what's going on as this ritual continues. Odinrot, uh, is speaking with a calc. And then you see Odinrot doing what he does with a calc a lot lately, where he's like, fucking, like, are you fucking kidding me? And he comes over, and he's like, hey, we need Chumbo. Nay, why you be needing me, Weasel? He's part of the ritual. I don't think so. Look at him. He's so fat, I don't think he's much of anything. It's gonna be alright. Sort of. What you gonna do to me, Weasel? Gonna make him be reborn. Yeah, I need a moment to speak with my Weasel. Yeah. Yeah, sure, that, that's fine. I have spells, and one of the spells that I have is Beast Bond. Okay. Because I wasn't joking that I can bond with Sure, what does Beast Bond do? 
beast bond. You establish a telepathic link with one beast you touch that is friendly to you or charmed by you. The spell fails if its intelligence is four or higher. I think we're good. Ah. Yeah. Until the spell ends, the link is active while you and the beast are within line of sight of each other. Through the link, the beast can understand your telepathic messages to it and can telepathically communicate simple emotions and concepts back to you. While the link is active, the beast gains advantage on attack rolls against an enemy within five feet of you that you can see. Okay. So I can have a, a mental chat with Chumbo. Okay. Cool. Get your Chumbo voice ready, Jay. All right. <laughs> you fucked up. Now you got a voice, Chumbo. So... I think this is possibly one of the most critical moments. This is potentially one of the most critical moments in our entire podcast. Mm -hmm. What kind of accent does Chumbo have? So you you cast Beast Bond on Chumbo? Chumbo, yeah. All right, what do you say to Chumbo? Chumbo can understand you. Uh, do you know what they're talking about? And, uh, yeah. and do you want them to do this? Do you? I have no idea what's going on. What's happening? I've been in was, a bag. Was that Mitch or was that Adaru? Because that That's sounded a, the, like the Mitch. thought he sent to him, right? Is a thought. Yeah, yeah. Because it's tele, it's telepathic communication. So yeah. in telepathic, so you sound you like get, Mitch. You get, yes. You get the emotions back, <laughs> Mitch. Mitch, the voice of Adaru, which sounds surprisingly like Mitch in his mind. Uh, you get just like confusion. Emotion gets back to you, and no, I don't, I don't know what's going on. They want to push you through some sort of revival ritual, but you'd be looking fine to me. Do you want to be reborn? I, I, I don't know. Does it, does it come with? Does it come with cheese? There was cheese in the bag, you fat shit. Well, there's not anymore. I gather. Does getting reborn give me more cheese? I kind of say it does. Possible. There's more. There's more cheese in the world, you fat shit. Yes. I. I and it turns back to the druids. The weasel wants to know what you plan to be doing with it. I'm gonna make him into a shifter. What do you mean you'd be making my weasel into a shifter? He's already a weasel. It's time for you to know the truth of nature. The truth of what we do here. It's time for you to learn how the omelets are made. By breaking me, weasel? If that's the way you choose to think about it, yes. I don't... I don't think I understand what you'd be saying. Chumbo's fine. Look at him. That boy's not a shifter. You watch Inasaru... Stand up, say something in Druidic, and you watch Chumbo stand at attention like his eyes glaze over, and then he starts walking into the center of the square. Hey, use your own fucking weasel, eh? We don't have one. You did. Why does it have to be this weasel? Why couldn't you use any other animal from the wood for whatever you're doing? Like, Ikauk and Isidoro just start continuing the ritual, and Odinrat is next to you, and he's like... He looks over at you kind of like sadly, and he's like, Ikauk is demanding that you make a sacrifice to prove your loyalty. He's just not, he's just too much of a coward to say it out loud. Then I guess I didn't hear him say it, and I don't need to be listening now, do I? If you don't do and finish the ritual, then your your little friend is not gonna survive. You need to finish the ritual, it's already started. My weasel? So you watch as a flash of light happens, and the weasel faints, like just goes limp. You watch Chumbo just, just flop down, and the child spasms. And both of them get wrapped in vines. Well, there doesn't feel like interrupting a ritual. So there doesn't know much about magic, but he knows that's bad. Keep repeating after me, Adara, please. This once, I just want you to know, I'm doing this all for the weasel. He just nods, and he starts, he says the words that he wants you to repeat. You watch Caleb, who's just caught up in the ritual, and then you watch further as the vines unwrap, and 
in on the ground is still Chumbo. Nothing has changed about Chumbo, but Chumbo like snaps to life and like and like confused. And then the boy has been replaced with what looks like a young young boy, but he now has changed race to a dwarf. And then you you see a cow starts the ritual immediately again and starts saying the things. The vines snap back over the boy again. And this time when they come out, Chumbo once again is like very confused. He comes back and you see that Chumbo has like strangely simian features on his weasel face. And next to him, the boy has changed race to look more like a dragonborn, which, or a kabold, some, some sort of reptilian creature that you've never seen. And, but it's not quite right. It seems like it's caught between one thing and another. They do the ritual again. And this time you in your mind are, have been filled with Chumbo's thoughts because you are beast bonded to him and the the first it was cheese and cheese is quickly erased from it because first it it like chumbo you get the sense that chumbo went away for a second and then chumbo came back and then there's just like this splash of fear and confusion and then you realize that chumbo starts to think what's going on what what is what is where am i why is dark oh oh light oh good oh good who's that and then the fucking vines go over it again and again, and each time the vines open up and you you sense that Jumbo is being killed and resurrected repeatedly over and over and over and over and over. And as you go, you realize that you're, you're listening to him kind of yell and panic and the intelligence is still I? low enough that it's, the cheese? spell is working, but you, you can hear this is voice this of Chumbo, and you realize that the voice of Chumbo, there's now a second voice that is starting to come into Chumbo, and it sounds like a little kid. What's going what? on? Where am I? What's, what is this? What's going and on? And then it no. keeps going and going Where am I? going Where am I? one after the it next hurts. until you realize that the two voices have become one voice. Where am I? Make, Make it, it stop. stop. Where am I? What's going on? Uh, when Adaru hears the kid's voice, uh, he's not sure what's going on, but he's just going to do... I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll a check. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You didn't fucking see that coming, did you? Oh, no, you? not a check. That's a 20. Dirty 20. That's a 20 for persuasion, because I'm guessing that's the closest to, like, calming someone down. Yeah. And, uh, sure. there is just going to try to communicate with them and just say, Be calm, my friend. When it is over, you will be What back. is going on? Hey, I don't... Last thing I remember, I was lost in the woods. And then... Uh, and, uh, effectively, Adair will just try to calm the two of them while the process proceeds. You roll a 20. Uh, yeah, 30, 30 th- this, this confused amalgamation of souls is touching yours. You can hear their confusion, their their emotions, their thoughts, and you do help. You, you, like, they're not breathing, but like you can feel like the tumult kind of chill as the last few uh, iterations of this ritual are completed. Normally, when a druid casts the spell Reincarnation, there's a random chance that the soul and the body comes back as something else. If you were a human and you died, you come back as an elf or a dwarf, or even sometimes a squirrel or some other animal of the woods. But the druids of the Broken Circle have perverted this ritual. They have decided that random isn't good enough, and they have done it on repeat until they get their desired result. And it is... As the vines unfurl for the final time, Aderu looks down at what is very clearly a weasel shifted. A ten-year-old 
boy with the face of Chumbo and the heavy, ragged breathing of someone who's just been brought to life repeatedly. And it is around this time that Aderu no longer hears the voice because neither Chumbo nor the boy exist anymore. A new shifter has been brought into the world. This is how you're born. Hey Tavern Goers, thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Atheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayask, Ryan Santos as Number 9, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at breadeagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories. Keep repeating after me, Adaru, please. This once. Yeah. Uh, and you... You, if you if you repeat after him, you guys just keep doing it as you watch as the vines. I want you to know, okay, that I'm doing all of this for the weasel. Say it without laughing. Do it. I, know, I fucking I know, dare I know, you I... to say it without laughing. <laughs>